Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sing to the Lord, the podcast that breaks down how the Lutheran hymnody is preaching the gospel. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. What you're hearing is the hymn, Come With Us, O Blessed Jesus. Welcome back to Sing to the Lord. It's the second Sunday after Epiphany. We have Zachary and Lars back with us. And Zachary, we're talking about a hymn that you described that everybody knows, but nobody knows. That's right. This is the hymn that everybody knows, but nobody knows they know. Oh. In fact, there, there's an extra little bit to the, to the <laughs> end of it. Um, and that's because um, everybody has heard this at weddings, perhaps sometimes at funerals, no doubt in movies. Uh, when they're trying to portray the uh, beautiful wedding. And uh, uh, the hymn is uh, Come With Us, O Blessed Jesus, ELW 501. The tune itself appears also in other Lutheran hymnals, um, just slightly uh, altered. Um, Bach takes this, and we have Bach's harmonization in ELW of this tune, uh, and sets it for four-part really choir, ultimately in a cantata. And it is from that cantata that we get perhaps one of his most famous uh, movements uh, of music, and that is Jesu Joy of Man's Desiring. So this particular uh, chorale is what is in between the famous repeated uh, phrase, um, la, 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 etc. That's enough for everybody to know. And this chorale uh, is, is between that uh, that which we hear often in worship. So it's an opportunity actually to hear uh, that setting of Bach in its proper context, which nobody ever does. It usually is associated with brides, bridesmaids, or uh, far uh, more attractive people than a group of Lutherans on a Sunday morning. And yet here <laughs> we can uh, we can hear it in its in its right way. <laughs> well, well, Zachary, this hymn that you've selected is paired with uh, the reading for the day, John chapter 1, where Philip and Nathaniel are, uh, um, are, are saying, you know, uh, um, come and see, here is, here is Jesus, this one that we have found. Um, but before we get to that, this is a one stanza hymn. Uh, you're always, um, uh, you know, advocating that people sing multiple hymns, you know, hundreds and thousands of hymns each Sunday. Uh, this has won. What, uh, what is the attraction for us here? Say, this might be a new record uh, on the low end. I think you've uh, maybe maxed out at 14 We've stanzas before. We've maxed out at 14, I think. As a, as a secondary suggestion, let me say, that was not a, that was not a first. Uh, give me a little credit. But you're right. Uh, we're typically advocating for many stanzas. This one, um, interestingly, works... Um, but it's it's sort of um, uh, a, a uh, test case for why we don't want to cut a ton of stanzas. It was originally four, um, and it was first a Christmas hymn, uh, which we'll talk about later. But this one stanza says enough, and taken by itself, um, it can actually work in a variety of contexts. Um, in ELW, they listed under Holy Communion, and uh, it can be sung as a almost post-communion sort of prayer or a hymn at the end of communion generally. 
um, but also works as a, as ascending hymn, given uh, that its proximity to Holy Communion and worship. So you can use it in those ways. This particular week, with the text that uh, Lars mentioned, I would I would say it works nicely, actually, as a hymn of the day. Um, alongside preaching. So I think you could use it uh, in in different ways. Um, and here we, we get little echoes of uh, the reading from this weekend. Uh, the invitation, come and see Christ, and Christ saying you will see greater things than, uh, than these. Um, there's little echoes of this, and rather than it focusing on perhaps our invitation to others, um, which is often how the text can get uh, spun out, um, both by those in the pew and those in the pulpit. Um, I think this begins to say something about what it means to have Christ actually come and find us, as he finds those in the text this weekend, <laughs> and uh, what it means to have him with us, uh, both in worship and uh, remaining with us after. And that's well, all in one stanza, so that's well, pretty good. If you, can, if you can pack it all in, right? <laughs> well, so that's, that's right. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit more about um, what this is saying and then how it's connected to the promise that we get uh, in Christ that, that when he comes and finds us. Sure. Um, well, I think one thing, uh, it's, it's referencing specifically the promise at, at the altar or at the Lord's table, if we like that better, um, and uh, that Christ has said, uh, this promise I give now is not only for uh, today or this morning, but for all time. It is that. Um, and then further, um, it is the same promise that uh, the bright celestial chorus, the, the, the choirs of heaven are singing, uh, rejoicing in this promise for eternity. This is ours also. And then further, when Christ says, uh, you uh, you will see greater things than these. That little reference to heaven uh, for for me is a is a, a small uh, way of saying these are some of the greater things we have we have yet to experience. Though we share the promise with these uh, saints, and the the final line is interesting. But in us, thy loving children, come with peace, good will to reign. First, I should, I should say I made reference to this earlier, that it was originally a Christmas hymn. I think there's something helpful about this in the sense that we've just spent 12 days extolling the, the, uh, the wonders of the Christ child born in, in Bethlehem. We've done this. And uh, some of us theoretically have celebrated the actual epiphany of our Lord on January 6th and the, the bringing of gifts. Uh, we, we've done that even if we didn't have worship that day. Right, right, right for right. sure, yes. Yeah, definitely cracked open our Bibles on the 6th and, and read it out loud and had a sermon. In any case, uh, whether all of that happens or not, it's interesting now that um, in the context of Christmas, uh, to sing a hymn like this, even the first stanza, there's, there's an idea that this same uh, one adored by all nations comes to us now. Um, it's the same Jesus. It's not separate from the one uh, we get excited about around December 25th and by January 14th. Uh, well, if you're in church, great. If not, we'll see you at Easter. Um, this is the same, the same one that we pray to be with us. So um, actually, that last line originally read, but in us thy loving children come with peace, goodwill to men, which, which sounds much more like the, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> like the Christmas story. And it's also slightly more direct. Um, about what it is that Christ is giving specifically to people, uh, 
come with peace, goodwill to reign is uh, sort of the same thing, but I think not as direct as saying, I saw you uh, well before anybody called you, right? I knew you well before um, anybody even in, even thought to invite you to church, uh, <laughs> which is part of the promise of, uh, of the text also. I think that's really helpful just even in terms of what this Sunday starts to be. You know, we, we come out of the Christmas season, uh, which people get what Christmas is. Like it's uh, uh, Jesus is born, here is, here is God with us. Uh, and then we're in this, this time after the epiphany of we start to wonder, what what is this season? It's almost like a letdown, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, until you get all the way into February and, and into Lent. And um, as strange as Advent is, sometimes this time after the Epiphany is also a weird time um, in, in the church year because it's just ordinary time, right? Uh, and so um, a, a hymn like this, which re- is both recalling what was given at Christmas, but also r- reminding us that in this time, um, God hasn't left us, but is still giving this peace and favor uh, that those promised at Christmas is still giving that in in the church through the word. Yeah. And if you wanted to sing all four stanzas, because I, I mean, if you want to, I'm, I'm certainly not going to say don't do that. Um, you could go find the hymn. Perhaps we can post it in the show notes and um, uh, you could even sing it during that time. It's, it's quite Christmas centric, uh, but, um, but it works. It works in that way. Well, are there any other hymns that you would suggest for this Sunday? Sure. There's one I can't uh, escape any uh, uh, time after Epiphany, ordinary time season without singing. And if you did celebrate Epiphany, you would sing this one on that particular day. Uh, And this is um, ELW 308, um, O Morning Star, How Fair and Bright. This is Philip Nikolai's King of Chorales. We talked about the Queen of Chorales, I don't know, a, a month or a month and a half ago. Um, uh, awake, awake, for night is flying. Uh, o Morning Star was one I- included in the same batch. He wrote all the good ones in one book. So just imagine that. Your whole life's work, all you do that is of worth are these hymns. But anyway, uh, that one is excellent um, because it tells you quite a bit about who Christ is, this one that that uh, we uh, that finds us um, and, uh, and that comes to us today. And furthermore, there's just a fantastic uh, stanza in the middle, uh, of that, that recalls a little bit of Ephesians um, and this idea that that Christ knew us long before uh, uh, we knew him. Almighty Father, in your Son you loved us when not yet begun was this old earth's foundation. There's, it's really a beautiful paraphrase of 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 what uh, we're we're thinking about in Ephesians that way, and uh, it goes with the season. So that's one I would recommend. The other one. Um, which I rather like, um, and we've talked about it once before, but I bring it up in the context of this weekend's passage in this way. It is um, actually right next door in ELW to O Morning Star. It's the only sun from heaven, um, which uh, does speak of Christ's appearing on earth uh, and being uh, with us um, during this time, and says the only sun from heaven appears. It speaks in this way. And then uh, further, and I like the way this works, um, it says that uh, we, through this world moving, each glimpse of heaven proving may reap its fullness there. Now, you have to put a little bit in context, but um, the idea being you're moving through this world and uh, Christ has given you a promise from heaven uh, 
which is fully yours, um, and yet says, uh, you will see greater things. I have, I have even more promised for you uh, on, in eternity. Um, and so it, it lays out nicely both that Christ has come, given you a promise, and uh, says, I have even more than this promised for you. Thanks for joining us this week on Sing to the Lord. Check the show notes for Zachary Stanza by Stanza commentary, as well as a list of other hymns we recommend. See you next week.